The following is an exclusive podcast for the Dermatology Digest. Today, Eliza Cabana sits down with Dr. George Martin, a Maui-based dermatologist and program chairman of Maui Derm, to discuss Maui County Bill 135, a ban on chemical sunscreens. Here's Dr. Martin. Hi, I'm George Martin. I'm a practicing dermatologist here on the island of Maui, and I testified in opposition to the Maui County Council's uh, Bill 135 that bans chemical sunscreens, their sale, their distribution, and their use in the county of Maui, which is Maui, Lanai, and Molokai. Um, the, the bill was presented initially as banning octanoxate and oxybenzone, and we can discuss briefly how that ban is based on faulty science in which concentrations of those particular chemical sunscreens were used in a model uh, in which a thousand times the measurable amount of any of our reefs and oceans around Hawaii were used and uh, proved to kill growing coral well, at a thousand times the uh, dose that uh, is found in the oceans. It's not surprising that that outcome uh, was, uh, was achieved. The problem is, is that, um, you know, we, we do have these chemical sunscreens in and around our reefs. Um, the Hawaii, uh, the Maui County legislature is aware of the potential for toxicity, but they really jumped the gun. And there is guidance coming our way from the ad hoc committee of the National Academy of Sciences Sunscreen Task Force. And that'll be out in probably April of 2022. And they look at really two things. They look at the effect of chemical sunscreens on the aquatic environment, focusing primarily on the United States, but other areas. But they're also looking at what are the potential public health implications if you take chemical sunscreens away on the development of skin cancer. And so Maui County's legislators jumped the gun unanimously. And before you know, the National Academy of Sciences data and, and um, recommendations can come out, uh, they banned chemical sunscreens. And very little input was uh, came from the Hawaii State Department of Toxicology, which felt in, in publications as well as um, you know, verbal uh, um, guidance that banning chemical sunscreens is premature at this stage in Hawaii. Additionally, at the Hawaii Institute of Marine Biology, there's a very prominent scientist, Kuale Rogers, who has stated in, in publications uh, and interviews that there's no strong evidence to state that sunscreens threaten coral reefs. There are many other things happening to coral reefs and sunscreens, at least of, of the problems. So right now um, we have uh, a ban that's supposed to go into effect in October of 2022. In my opinion, uh, the FDA is, as far as I know, the only legislative body or, or organizational body that can uh, take a, a product off the shelf. And um, the FDA has yet to publish its monograph on safety, human safety for mineral, uh, chemical sunscreens. Uh, we're waiting for that guidance to come out, but this really pertains to the effect of chemical sunscreens on the reef. And again, that, that guidance is coming from the National Academy of Sciences Task Force on Sunscreen uh, in probably April of 2022. So in summary, um, you know, uh, until October of 2022, you can use and sell chemical-based uh, sunscreens in, in Maui County. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the guidance, both from the FDA and the National Academy of Sciences will impact this decision. My sense is that um, we just have to, it's watch and wait. 
Uh, but all the guidance thus far from the science is telling us that yes, these chemical sunscreens are found in our oceans and, and, re and reefs off Hawaii, but they're in such small concentrations not to really impact growing coral. And uh, the science behind the initial ban of octanoxate and oxybenzone was based on a study by Craig Downs in 2016, again, using a thousand times the measured doses of chemical sunscreens found around our reefs. So again, we wanna preserve human life and, and we wanna minimize the risk for skin cancer. And we also wanna protect our reefs. And, and uh, to do so, I think uh, we just have to be patient and, and not jump the gun as Maui Council has done and wait for guidance from uh, the National Academy of Sciences and, and our FDA. So is there still um, an opportunity for the council to hear um, evidence as new data comes out before this goes into effect? Well, they passed this bill and it's going to go into effect in October, 2022. The only person standing in the way of the bill is the mayor. And we're going to do our best to bring the mayor up to speed on science. And as I listened to testimony from our state legislators, they were so focused on the fact that the FDA doesn't care about our reefs and failed to mention that in parallel, the National Academy of Sciences is really looking at the impact, not only of the chemical sunscreens on aquatic environments, but also what happens if you take all the chemical sunscreens away and what impact that'll have on skin cancer development and, and human health. If this does go into effect, how is it going to be enforced? Do you have any idea? I mean, what as dermatologists are you going to have to do to rally to, you know, I think as you mentioned, you know, come up with some sort of prescription model um, for chemical-based sun sunscreens? Yeah, it, this will clearly be hard to uh, to back up. Um, people can, you know, bring sunscreens from out of state. And so what are they going to do? Like, you know, uh, basically testing for explosives in your luggage. They'll have a uh, oxybenzone or octanoxide swipe on your luggage. Um, it's, it's insanity trying to enforce this bill, particularly as we all know that chemical sunscreens are clear, which is why they're in existence. They're aesthetically more pleasing than mineral sunscreens that in some cases either make you look like Marcel Marceau or a Maasai warrior. Um, and so I think standing between enactment of this law and enforcement is the mayor's judgment. Uh, but more importantly, I think the FDA and, and the National Academy of Sciences are going to come out with their guidance. And based on that, uh, either this bill will be overturned likely in court uh, and quite possibly the FDA may intervene and say, you know, you overstepped your bounds and here's what the science says. And, you know, you've just got, you've just not followed the science. And clearly to date, they've not followed the science and they've ignored really uh, toxicologists, uh, you know, Kuala Rogers from the International Institute of Marine Biology. Uh, they've not taken a look at the scientific papers coming out of some very serious science on, on chemical sunscreen levels in the water and also, you know, serious study on chemical sunscreens impact on growing coral and, and at what levels uh, you can impact coral. So they've disregarded the science and gone with really they don't like the word chemical, right? That's just really a nasty word to, to people here in Hawaii. I think if we talked about these uh, chemical sunscreens as molecules, as ultraviolet filters, um, it would not have the stigma of the word chemical associated with it. And mind you, um, mineral sunscreens have their own issues. Uh, certainly uncoated mineral sunscreens uh, react like photocatalysts and can cause severe damage. So. You know, wait until we get into that. And even further, what do you do with 
um, preservatives that are designed to kill growing organisms. And so happens coral reefs are growing organisms. And, you know, things like parabens family are, you know, are basically, you know, throughout our entire cosmetic and toiletries uh, lineup. So there's, where do you stop? And um, I think, you know, we really have to reel this bill in uh, and we have to base it in science. And, you know, I'd be very surprised, but it is quite possible that the National Academy of Sciences may step in and, and say, you know, these are totally safe, but, you know, let's marginalize these other chemical sunscreens. And, and if that's the case, so be it. But at least we know it'll be based on the best science available to us. Right. So this is something definitely worth uh, watching. And I know that um, for a couple of years, at least now, at the, um, at the different medical education meetings, you know, sunscreen controversies have been sort of a hot topic. Um, is this something that you're going to be addressing at your Maui Durham meeting coming up? Uh, not this year uh, in 2022, but I think once we get some um, guidance in 2022, um, I think in 2023, we'll have a retrospective look at what happened during this period of time, and, um, and then we'll be able to weigh in. So I, you know, I plan on 2023 bringing uh, Kurt Cole, a, a, a physicist and, and photo, bio, uh, photo uh, uh, expert, and Henry Lim to the podium and, and have them weigh in on you know, Bill 135, as well as you know, what has come out of our FDA and our National Academy of Sciences and you know, what can we tell our patients uh, moving forward. And so I think um, you know, look for 2023 uh, and certainly um, you know, the Dermatology Digest will be updated on, on breaking news as we go along. Well, I uh, want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us about this, uh, this very interesting and important issue that I know that everybody's eager to, you know, get some more answers on. So we'll look forward to hearing more about that in 2023 then. All righty. As, as I told the uh, council members, uh, malama pono, which means do the right thing. And part of doing the right thing is to really weigh both sides of the discussion with the best scientific evidence possible. So they heard loud and clear from me as I really represented the Academy of Dermatology and the Hawaii Dermatology Society on this bill. This has been an exclusive podcast with the Dermatology Digest. Find more at www.thedermdigest.com. Thank you for joining us.